Hello, everybody. Welcome to our fine little podcast, mm-hmm. I guess. The Music this Journal. Is... Yes, the Music Journal. This is where it all starts. With uh, you, you may know us f- uh, from uh, Bobby Works. I'm Alvin, and uh, I'm here with uh, J- uh, Jones. You may have remember him as playing Papa Jones in Dick Smith: Face of Danger. Yes. One of my greatest pieces of work, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Alright, so basically the point of this podcast is to discuss everything Mm music-related. In pretty much the pop genre, at least. Yeah, you say so. So, I don't see any reason to wait around. Let's just get right into it. Alright. Alright, so we've split up our... Uh, this podcast into segments, and we're gonna. I think we'll just start off right off with what we sh- we've chosen to call the music video theater. Yes. So basically, it's all about the new music videos that have dropped. And this week, uh, we have uh, first uh, first out, it's Fever with Dua Lipa and I think Andre Lay on. Something like that, she's French. I think it's... Yeah, exactly. I think it's Angel. Yeah, probably. And I must say, I really enjoy this collab, I think. Uh, 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 Implementing the French is just... It's just such a nice touch. And, like, these two really play off really well off of each other. And I really like their the, the whole vibe of this music video. It's very like seems quite low budget, quite low key, uh, and it's it, it kind of like sw- shifts from like like very just talking and vibing around I believe it's London and just fooling around and partying. And I'm all there for it. What do you think, Jones? Yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of like this grimy texture they've applied to, you know, the music video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, I agree with you how they're just like mucking about in London. It's 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 really fun. And And they mix the they mix the like background sounds perfectly into the song. And it it makes it feel natural and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, I do know that. You've had, you've taken, you've had French. You've studied French. Do you understand mm-hmm. anything on uh, Angel's things? Um, not everything, but I mean, like, I understand a couple of parts, but I haven't really, like, you know, digested the lyrics that much. I just understand like a couple of mm-hmm. words she's saying, you know. But yeah, I did study French. Yeah, and. Uh... Uh, I must say, uh, I've I've never actually heard of Angel before this uh, song, and I'm I mean, since I I usually don't listen to French music, have, mm. is has is she familiar to you? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. I mean, like I've never heard of her no. since you know, French pop isn't very populated in in you know at least uh, our region. No, so, not really. Yeah. All right, but overall, I I really dig this music video, and I really enjoyed the co- co- collaboration. So uh, moving on to yeah, 
a more famous group, the Gorillas, with uh, their uh, new music video, The Valley of the Pagans. And mm-hmm. so I, I believe that the Gorillas have been do- releasing, I think they dropped an album quite not yeah. too long ago. And they've been like yeah. calling uh, their videos like episodes, like I believe it's like some kind of music uh, journey. Uh, it's like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like they have, mm. they've, they've numbered the episode, they've numbered the videos into like as mm. episodes. And this mm. was apparently episode eight, uh, and it's a collab with an artist named Beck, whom I've never heard of before. But I mm. really, just the song in general is really good, and uh, the yeah. music video is like uh, uh, the gorilla group inside GJ Five, just driving yeah. around. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of Beck, but I've only listened to a couple of his songs. I listened to Colors and Dreams from his uh, album Colors, and you know they are—they were generally good songs. But he's—he's he's actually been in the game uh, for a long time, for as far as I remember. He's like—he's been here since like the two thousands. Huh. The Gorillas so. have been along for quite a while as well. Yeah. And uh, what's so funny is that Rockstar actually took down the music video, which is kind of a bit silly because uh, the video is kind of promote promoting their own game. Mm. But I don't really know Rockstar logic. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could understand it from their point of view. I mean, I would assume that, you know, since it got taken down, Gorillaz made this music video without Rockstar's permission, so I kind of understand mm-hmm. Rockstar's position. But I mean, it's it's like a fine piece of art, you know. I mean, like mm-hmm. you can't just take it down, at least in my no. opinion. No, uh, I mean, as far as it sounds like, or as far as I've understood, there there was there has no, not been any communication between Gorillaz and Rockstar. Rockstar just decided to take it down. Yeah, I feel like uh, there hasn't been a lot of co- communication between the two parts. Uh, but I still think that Rockstar sh- uh, just turned down some perfect product placement. Mm. Maybe not completely consensual product placement, mm. but product placement nevertheless. Exactly. But right. then again, their loss, you know. Mm-hmm. So moving on, we have probably the biggest release of this week which is mm-hmm. Billie Eilish's new single Therefore I Am and yep. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this is probably her best uh, project of this year yeah I mean it I, def- mean, I, I mean I mean I, I agree to that statement I think it's it's a really like um, it's a nice song mm-hmm. but uh, I I've noticed something um, kind of specific. I mean, she's set to release a new album next year. Right. I'm assuming I'm gonna I'm gonna assume like early next year, like she did with when we all fall asleep, you know. Mm -hmm. But the song title is in upper caps. Yeah. All of her other songs are in lower cases. That is unusual. Yeah. Exactly. So I. 
I kind of feel like this is the start of her uppercase era, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this might be, this might be, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, you know, a hating person, but I don't hate her at all. But this might be the downfall of the sad, sad Billy, you know? I feel like this might become like a more confident and more savage exactly. Billy Eilish, like, taking exactly. shots at everyone. It, like, yeah. I mean, ti- No Time to Die also were in, like, uh, uh, like I mean, in re- like, regularly typed as well, but I, I suppose that was because it was a marketed product related yeah. to the new Bond movie, which is still not released. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I like how it makes, I like how it kind of, like, reminisces to the where. Where when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Era, with yeah. the whole, do, do, like the bass is amazing, mm. and uh, the whole distorted part, I'm mm. all, is amazing. Yeah, and uh, and the music video. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so the, fun. Yeah, I I love it when like artists just push a music video together like with the release of a song mm-hmm. and i have to say about this music video i mean it again with this kind of like you know fooling around like we saw in fever with dua lipa and angel mm-hmm. I, I mean i love it and i also noticed another thing what therefore i am's music video is recorded on an iphone which huh. i mean i i kind of spawned back to you know billy's beginning and how you know she started recording inside her bedroom and everything and really really mm-hmm. revolutionized bedroom pop you know yeah right and i i mean i even though they probably don't state that they recorded it on an iphone no. i kind of feel like it's almost sending a message to everyone saying oh you know you don't need this or that to become big you know you, you don't gotta buy equipment for like fifty thousand dollars to make it big right and i really appreciate that mm-hmm. and it's and it's kind of like digging into her roots and everything mm-hmm. so i like it a lot actually so it's yeah it's a nice music video i, I wonder if uh, they uh, rented the whole mall for this shoot this shoot or if it they, they probably they must have they they probably did yeah they probably did i just want to know what mall it is though well let's say i'm pretty sure they they definitely live in somewhere in los angeles i believe i yeah. presume uh, but i'm not sure I, i'm not really into i'm not really educated in los angeles malls yeah me neither <laughs> it's not like it's not my hobby to go around like seeing malls Nah, the only like big american mall i'm aware of is like mall of america in minneapolis i believe oh yeah i i mean even i haven't heard of that mm-hmm. yeah uh, but anyway uh, so therefore i am was amazing and i can't wait yeah. for her new album and by the way i'm pretty yeah. sure everything i wanted had its one year anniversary like yesterday or something like on the fir- Friday the 13th, like yesterday. Or... Yeah, I actually, yeah, I think it did. I think she said something about that on her story. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, November 13th, 2019. Yeah. Happy birthday. Wow. 
That was a long, long time ago. It feels like just yesterday it came out. Exactly. It doesn't feel like that long ago. No. And I think my future was released in July. So it's it's been quite a gap since we've had any new Billie Eilish music. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of gaps, actually. Mm-hmm. But, but it's nice. I mean, I, I can tell, you know, that they're not spoon-feeding their audience you know they're not no. spoon feeding their fans which i appreciate you know makes you appreciate the art a little bit more in my opinion mm-hmm. all right so moving on to bill eilish we're we're gonna jump right into our next segment it's called throwback time where we yeah. hi- highlight uh, nostalgic songs or anniversaries of sorts mm. so i i want to uh, highlight uh great old song from the 80s released in 1981 which is i can't go for that by hall and oates who are probably one of the best duos of the 80s if not of all time they made so yeah. many great songs like you make my dreams kiss on my list man eater auto touch etc and this song i've been obsessed i've been constantly i've constantly had this song on replay for the last couple of weeks uh, um, I, I was reminded of it thanks to Modern Family, uh, which both uh, Jones and I have have uh, completely binged. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's an amazing song. I, I love uh, the uh, I love like the melody, like <laughs> just, and the sax is flawless though too. I love the sax. So more facts about. This uh, the the song. It was released as a single, as I said before, in 1981. Uh, it was featured on their album *Private Eyes*. It it was uh, Hall and Oates' fourth number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. And some fun facts: it has been played over a million times on the radio, so that's quite a lot. Mm. But yeah, it's an amazing song. Uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, Jones yeah so in a little bit more recent events um, a couple of weeks ago actually I think it was was it last week yeah it was last week Mm -hmm. uh, Lady Gaga's album Art Pop turned seven years old so it came out in 2013 on November the 6th and I mean I've listened to it uh, like I listened to it last week again and you know I, I love it. I mean, I still love it. This, I mean, it was her third debut. No, not debut album. Third <laughs> album that she dropped. And there was a lot of controversy around it because, you know, Lady Gaga, the artist, was supposedly in a dark time around that time because a lot of people thought, you know, it was kind of cool to hate Gaga and everything. And people kind of started to think she was gonna have a downfall and everything so you know the album was hyped up a lot but there was a lot of things that didn't make the cut Mm -hmm. but i mean i still think that nonetheless you know the album turned out great i mean there are a lot of songs on that album that i really like for example you know applause is a big one that one made the charts and everything there's gui there's you know the i do remember do what you want was uh, on the charts as well 
yeah that that's another good song as well from the art pop era and you know the the title single art pop also is amazing right uh gypsy is also another favorite you know there there are tons of good songs on that album would you, you know i like it would you consider it her best uh project her best album mm, i wouldn't say it's her best i i mean i still believe that you know the fame and the fame monster are you know they are classics mm-hmm. and born this way i mean it's hard to top that but you know it's it, it's a I'm not saying it's a bad album, but it, it's a good album. But you know, there are you know she has better works, right? But I'm glad you know that after after Art Pop she went on to release Joanne, which mm-hmm. I mean I also like that. I mean it's kind of like dialing down the Lady Gaga kind of music and everything, and you know it was nice and everything, but after she did a star is born i mean i kind of thought that she would go kind of like country like almost like taylor swift country-ish like reverse taylor swift from pop to country yeah exactly exactly but to my surprise after a star is born she actually didn't she went on to drop chromatica which dropped like in may i believe yeah which is kind of you know it's kind of her return to the dance floor, which I, I mean, I appreciate it. I really like Chromatica. It's, it's a, it, it's one of the best pieces of work this year from, in, from the music industry. Yeah, indeed. I, f- I feel like it's very nostalgic and has lots of throwbacks to like early 2010s dance EDM mm. style. And mm. it, it has, it's, it has some of, it has some great c- collaborations as well, like Rain on Me with Ariane Grande. So can we yeah. black pink? Yeah, and, and then yeah. Elton John's on the record as well. Oh yeah, that song's really good. Mm-hmm. Tons of great collabs and great singles as well, like "Stupid Love" mm-hmm. uh, and "Nine One One." All right. Yeah. So, so next so, next up is another anniversary. Yeah, Rihanna's album "Loud" dropped ten years ago today. Wow. So, yeah, 10 years. <laughs> you almost start to feel old when you when you say that out loud. And a lot of these songs, uh, I have like a pers- like a connections to lots of good memories. Like Only yeah. Girl and What's My Name. So many classics. S&M, exactly. California King Bed. My God, so, yeah. so, such nostalgia. Exactly. I mean... I- I love it. I don't. I can't really describe it, it in any other better way other than mm-hmm. to say that I love it. And uh, you know, it love yeah. the way you lie is iconic. Yeah, with Eminem. And uh, back when uh, Rihanna had her redhead era. Yeah. Yeah, and I... was it a was what's my name her first great collaboration? Um, I don't know if I dare to answer that actually, but I believe so. Mm-hmm. And they went on to collaborate a couple of other times, at least once with work. Mm. Right, so happy birthday, Loud. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's uh, get back to present day. And yes. 
uh, we're go uh, next up is awesome artists in which we highlight some artists whom we may not think the, uh, get enough get the attention they deserve or are just awesome and we want to praise them so yes. so first up is uh, a girl who's been making it quite big lately and she's charting on like the Billboard Hot 100 uh, it's Tate McRae mm -hmm. and I, I only recently discovered her and I thought she was amazing I mean her vo her voice is just beautiful so mm. and she's just uh, 17 years old yeah so, uh, some people call her like the Canadian Billie Eilish mm. which is quite funny I think, and she did start out on YouTube, so she's been at, at, at it for quite a while. She's also known for uh, being a competitive dancing and has participated in lots of dance competitions. So, I mm. mean, you can probably, you can kind of see her dancing abilities in her music videos. I believe. Yeah. So she's, she's incredibly talented, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with that statement completely. I mean, she's very recently made it big. I mean, she's been streaming on like you know radio channels and everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel I feel like you know the reason she's on here is because she's not getting enough like worldwide attention. No, I mean that's what I would like to see. I mean, she like you said, you know, she has amazing correlation in in her dancing and everything, and her voice, her vocals are, you know nothing short of amazing i mean they are i'm bruh i <laughs> my words i mean mm -hmm. they are amazing yeah uh, and i mean pro and most people probably know her from you broke me first which i would consider her breakthrough because it's yeah a, a quite it's a ranking quite high on the charts yeah and s some of at least my favorite so hers just such i mean i I haven't like heard a single like bad song out of her. She's incredibly mm. talented. But I mean, "You Broke mm. Me First is awesome, and I also yeah. like uh, the "You Broke Me First remix version of by Griffin. I know. Oh. I, I think it's it's really nice and like it's a great dance. Uh, song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And stupid her EP. Uh, uh, all of uh, all the things I never said is um, incredible. It came out earlier this year, and so both uh, uh, so stupid is featured on it. I really enjoy yeah. stupid, and then you have tear myself apart, which is like a more sadder, nicer, lighter song. Mm. I mean, it's more emotional, and it was written by Billie Eilish and Phineas. So, and you can yeah. kind of. You can really feel like the ocean eyes slash don't smile at me era of Billie Eilish shining through this song. Yeah. And also uh, her most recent single, Lie to Me with Ali Gaty, is also amazing. I yeah. The melody in it is a, it, it's really great. Mm -hmm. But as I said, she hardly has any bad songs. Exactly. I agree. And I mean, uh, one thing that you know caught me here actually was the "You Broke Me First remix by Lucas Sh Schreiner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of the best remixes of her of her song, actually, in my mm -hmm. opinion. 
Right. You know, I, I, I'd love to see her drop an album. I think... I think she... she has confirmed at least an EP or maybe even an album coming out to 2021. Yeah, I've heard something about that, but I can't remember if that was rumors or actually something that got confirmed. But I mean, I, I'd be glad with she's either a, of them. Right, and she's going on tour next year, so that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yes, she's making it big. I like. I see a whole lot of people in our comments say she's like, she's not our secret anymore because. Back when she was still undiscovered and only made videos, dance videos, and wrote songs on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she, she still does YouTube videos. So go check her out and subscribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so next up is another un very heavily underrated artist who only recently, I believe, had a song featured on quite low on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. It's uh, Claro. So, Claro is kind of like a combination of... She's also very similar to Billie Eilish and Tate McRae. She started out like posting, making her own uh, uh, compositions and, video, uh, and songs. She, I believe she started on SoundCloud, more specifically. Mm. Uploaded a couple of songs. Mm. And I, I believe her big... Like, her... She rose to at least a certain level of a certain degree of fame with uh, her song Pretty Girl, which is also mm -hmm. quite the de definition of a bedroom pop because it's literally yeah. like recorded in her bedroom. Mm. And that song is really nice. And she, last year, 2019, she, she dropped her debut album, Immunity. Mm. And it is amazing. Go check Immunity out. It's amazing. Yeah. And so some of my my personal favorites are Flaming Hot Cheetos, which is quite funny because I believe she named it after like she saw a bag of Cheetos just like she just because she saw she was, she, she, was had, e mm. she, she was eating them while the song was produced, I believe, right? Ah. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was something like that. Mm -hmm. Something among those lines. And I believe her, according to me, her most beautiful song is Bubblegum. It's very, mm. it's quite uh, low production. It's only like her and her ukulele. I believe that was one of her first SoundCloud releases. Mm. And that's amazing. And then you have uh, a, a couple of songs from her. Uh, album, immunity album like softly which i really enjoy bags yeah. i believe was the biggest song on 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 that album maybe mm. uh, uh, maybe either that or sophia yeah and she also released a great song called forever which you should totally go check out all of her songs yeah. I think North on her album Immunity as well is like worth mentioning. I really like, I really like North. Mhm. Mm like you know the guitar structure and everything. Oh it's, yeah. It's amazing. Mhm. Mm and I wouldn't ask you. It's also amazing when like the old choir, ish. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so please go check out both Tate McRae and Claro for some awesome music mm. 
so next up is the most uh, uh, relevant uh, uh, most relevant uh, segment the release radar where we yes. uh, discuss uh, uh, recently uh, released uh, albums singles or EPs starting off with another single uh, f uh, from her uh, upcoming album it's Edge of Midnight by Miley Cyrus featuring the one and only Stevie Nicks so mm -hmm. so basically what this is is a combo between uh, the uh, between the good old uh, Edge Show 17 by Stevie Nicks and Miley Cyrus's uh, Midnight Sky and I must say I, I really didn't expect these songs to go so well together but it's uh, perfectly uh, mixed it's amazing mm. and uh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah I mean I I'm the only thing I really have to say to this is that Edge of Midnight is pretty much just pure blank evidence that Miley Cyrus should do a rock album I mean her voice is pretty much like it it it's made for it I feel like I mean mm -hmm. she can dominate pop and I'm pretty sure she can dominate rock too I mean she would kill that game yeah agreed Ho I mean I hope there are some rock songs on uh, on plastic hearts yeah, uh, so yeah, as you said, her new album is titled Plastic Hearts, dropping on uh, November 27th. Yep. Um, That's on Black Friday, right? Oh yeah, she's gonna get tons of sales. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna pick it up mm -hmm. if I can find it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I believe there's gonna be a cover of the Cranberries song, the uh, song Zombie on the album as well. Ye really? Or, is that supposed to be on the album? Was it on the album? Or was it just a no? I mean, single. I thought it, I thought it was just a cover, but I mean, if it's making the album, dang. I can't confirm, uh, but maybe. Maybe <laughs> I mean it, it's from the same era, anyway. So we'll perhaps. see, because that would be a rock song, kind of. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I like this composition, so mm -hmm. mm. Uh, moving on to a new album, the Con uh, Confetti, but re drop released by um, Little Mix, and mm. so this album to me is quite. I mean, uh, this they've they've started to feel more independent and not really like reliant on Simon Cowell since that's how the band was the the group was uh, created uh, mm. it doesn't feel too i mean it's still quite great, uh, average pop so it's not too great because it's i still sense a bit of mediocrity in it mm. but I'm, but it's had some real uh, bops like not a pop song i love the lyrics mm. of that one cuz it's basically them rebelling against uh, Simon Cowell Saying like this is not a pop song about falling in love or breaking breakups, and they literally call out Simon like, "I'm not gonna do what Simon says," and they're like, uh, "If they ask you to like, uh, if they tell you that like bubblegum pop is the only way to succeed, like, yell, I don't give a what." I like so, I enjoyed that song. It's probably one of my favorites on that album. 
and also yeah. a couple of great singles they dropped. Uh, Holiday, which is quite, I mean, it's all right, I guess. Mm. Sweet Melody has a really like addictive quality with the whole do 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 do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the breakup song was, pr- I'm pretty sure that was the first single release from the album. It was also quite yeah. Nice. It was. Yeah, I mean, I remember listening to it when it came out as a lead single, and I mean, I loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. the melody is just like. Mm-hmm. Another, another yeah right. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop before we get copyright claim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but overall, it's great dance album. Uh, the yeah. The title track Confetti is also quite alright. But I st- yeah. but I feel like we're entering a new stage. They are entering a new stage of their career with less mm. dependence on other like labels. And it feels like they're starting to come out more as they're oh, like they're becoming more independent. Simply put. Yeah. And I mean, um, I have to mention this. I mean, um, this doesn't go for. Uh, doesn't go for little mix but i mean just in general i'm glad that you know music is kind of you know it's almost beginning to sound like you know the 2000s again mm-hmm. i'm glad that we're getting more pop songs now you know yeah right yeah really appreciate it yes uh so next up is a new single uh by billy's brother phineas where the poison is so it's quite yeah. funny because uh, bo- uh, both Billy and Phineas dropped uh, their own singles within a week. So yeah. that, and where the poison is is heavily related to the on um, to the. I mean, it's pretty much fin over the uh, the U.S. election with Trump ref- still refusing to concede to Joe Biden. And so the song is basically like Phineas talking trash about Donald Trump, complaining like, yeah. uh, uh, it's like, take me to the where the poison is, uh, to lay down what's poisonous or something. And there's mm. a, and I, I must say, I, I really enjoy the songwriting on this one. It's quite like, yeah. feels very like toxic and really like, I like the style. It's quite almost grungy-ish. And you, yeah, I mean, he, he he even calls out Mr. Trump. And the, yeah. the picture is the White House. I must say, I really... I mean, it's quite good. Yeah. Not his best, but I like the message. Yeah. And, and I mean, I... Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. No, no but, go ahead. No, but I mean, like, it, it's kind of... It's kind of funny, actually. Um, he mentioned... I actually listened to a podcast where he mentioned that he actually made this song back in April. So he's been sitting huh. on this for quite a while. Wow. So it was before, you know, all people started talking politics, like, all the time and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it was before the murder of George Floyd and everything. So he, 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 he mentioned that, you know... He wanted to bring out the song at that time, but it would be messed up because it would almost kind of feel too promotional bringing it, bringing it out in a dark time like that, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and you know also the fact that you know he he dropped a song like not even not even two or three weeks ago so i mean the time span between where the poison is and his song can't wait to be dead i think it was called you know it's a very short time for him actually and, and I, I, i'm glad he's he's dropping music more often i hope i hope we get to see more of him soon because i really like his you know aesthetic and his sound mm-hmm it's it's it sounds a bit indie, but I think he's he's going to become more mainstream. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hit it big, I believe. I mean, if he if if you wouldn't already consider that no. he has, you know. I but think I mean, he, I think. Yeah, I think his biggest uh, uh, hit so far is Shelter. Yeah, it's awesome. I I'm mm. pretty sure that music video was like released uh, like record the shot in like one cut yeah so uh, i'm just gonna quote a line from uh from the where the poison is because i think it's quite almost too real it's like once we put this all behind us we get to go right back to school shootings and a climate crisis i want to buy a house on the south island can say i'm proud to be an american it's, I mean, he's really real in his song. He's like, there's a snake that thinks it's a president. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's also a bit rebellious in a yeah, way. It is. I mean, the lyrics are something you would not expect to find in a normal song, but I'm glad it is that way because it's bringing up, you know, real issues in the world and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah... It, it was released at the perfect time, pretty much. Right. Yeah, I mean, the election, uh, I mean, they started, I mean, if you consider the results of the, the outcome of the election, it's just a perfect time. To, it was a perfect time to release the song. Yeah. And next up is uh, finally a new drop by uh, probably the biggest artist of last year. Uh, yes. Uh, Lil Nas X has, is finally getting active again with a new project, and he just uh, the, this week he dropped his new lead single "Holiday" from mm. his new album, which might be a bit Christmas themed. At least "Holiday" is a Christmas themed song, mm. and he also dropped it along with an amazing, aesthetically amazing music video. Yeah, and. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you have to say about it, Jones? I love this song and I love the music video <laughs> because, I mean, in the teaser trailer, it talks about how he mentioned on Twitter, you know, that he's dropping a new song f- for the first time in almost two years. And in the video, you know, you get to see that Lil Nas X, at least for this Christmas, he has to replace Santa. And you can tell that, you know, mm-hmm. he kills, he kills being Santa, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there are, there are, there are a ton of cool promotions in the song as well. I mean, like you can see a PS5 in the beginning and everything, which is perfect because, you know, this holiday, I mean, actually, I think in Europe, at least in like next week, the PS5 is coming out. Yeah. I mean, uh, and all, I mean, uh, I think so, and this music video is so heavily detailed, you, you'll probably have to look it up yourself. Yeah. Uh, 
both uh, the special effects and the outfits are top notch. Exactly. I mean, like, you would call someone a madman if they would try to verbally describe the music video for you. Mm -hmm. And um, I think my favorite line is probably like this he, he, I'm bad, like Michael Jackson is probably my favorite line. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait for more Lil Nas X. Yeah. Right, so uh, moving on to our news segment, this just in, where we take a look at the uh, uh, the mo uh, what's new in the music industry. So first mm. off, uh, last week, this week, uh, had uh, uh, the EMAs, MTV EMAs, or the European Music Awards, I believe it's called, and so uh, the results, uh, there. Uh, have you seen the results, Jones? Yes, I have. And uh, we've had best video went to DJ Khaled, pop star, starring mm -hmm. Justin Bieber. Which, I mean, if you take a look, if you look at uh, the other uh, nominees, I wouldn't say it was would be the best. I would have personally chosen Gliding Lights by The Weeknd as the best. Yeah. And I mean, in terms of success, it's pretty much, it's done the best out of all the music videos, I believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, Blinding Lights have topped the charts for a long, long time now. Right. I mean, keep in mind, the song came out almost a year ago now, I believe. It's almost oh, wow. been a year. Huh. Time flies. Exactly. And also... uh. Rain on Me was nominated, and also be the Eilish's Everything I Wanted, and what? Yeah. I mean, any of those probably could have won. At least Rain on Me was per amazing, had amazing choreography. Yeah. Right. So the next category is Best Artist, which Lady Gaga won. Which. Yes. I mean, this. I would have personally gone with Dua Lipa because Future Nostalgia was probably one of my favorite albums of this year. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Lady, G I, I, I can still understand why Lady Gaga won it, but the weekend could have won it just as well. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I got to pick the winners, I would have had a really hard time picking everything because you know, the weekend he dropped an album this year called After Hours. If you haven't mm -hmm. listened to it, you should go listen to it. It's it's an amazing piece of work, I believe. Um. But I would have had a hard time, actually, because there's a lot of good music that's been dropping this year. But I think Lady Gaga, actually, she did kill it this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe that the biggest reason she won is simply because, you know, she's returning once again to her electronic roots, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it's a nice change, you know, within music. So, you know, I see why they did it, yeah. but... Yeah. Could have gone to any of them. Really. Exactly. Could have gone to all of them. I'm just glad, you know, Lady Gaga won. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. All right. So next category is the best song, which was obviously awarded to uh, uh, Dynamite by BTS. Uh, yeah. I mean, it deserved it. It had, I mean, it's probably going to be known as the biggest hit of the year. It has yeah. sparked lots of fame and BTS. Mm. Are doing well, really well. 
They are doing very well. So, I mean, I don't really have anything to complain or... Uh, uh, I don't have any complaints about uh, the winner of this category. Exactly. Right. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people hate on BTS, but I think that there is a big segregation that people don't see, and that's that they think that the BTS fan base suck. That must mean that the music sucked. But I mean, like, if you dive deeper into their discography, I mean, I realize that you know they make really good songs. Right. I would say, and uh, Dynamite is, I believe, rightfully won rightfully won this mm -hmm. category all right so next one is a winner i do not agree with it's the best collaboration of the year it mm -hmm. and it went to carol g and tusa featuring Nicki minaj i mean it's uh, the song was called tusa uh, but i mean i feel like it should have probably gone to uh i mean honestly cardi b and megan the stallions what was probably the biggest co collab of the year I mean, yeah, I mean, it was. I wouldn't really say it was the biggest collab of the year, honestly. But I mean, like, the music video was pretty big. Mm -hmm. And uh, you also ha uh, had uh, other nominees were Blackpink, Selena Gomez's Ice Cream, which was also really good. And obviously, mm -hmm. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain on Me, which could have also yeah. easily won. Yeah. But. Uh, and also like Rockstar, the baby Roddy Rich could have. Mm. So I I I don't think uh, 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 Tusa should have won. Yeah, I would say that I would have I would have rooted for Black Pink and Black Pink and <laughs> Selena Gomez or Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. It's right on me. Right. I think those should have like one of those should have won instead. Mm -hmm. Right. So next category is best pop, which was surprisingly rewarded awarded to Little Mix, and mm -hmm. I I would have personally expected Dua Lipa to win this category, but surprisingly, I don't think Dua Lipa won a single category at the EMAs, which just blows my mind. Yeah, but it, it's kind of sad actually. Mhm. Mm but I mean, I I'm glad that you know she's getting nominations at least. So, yeah, you know, that's always she something. Won, uh, she won last year, didn't she? She won a Grammy or something, I believe. Hmm. As far as I remember, at least. But, yeah. Well, well I mean, a little mix have released a couple of good songs this year, but we'll call it Best of Pop. Mm. Right, so next up is quite an obvious category. Best Group obviously went to BTS. Mm. And that's understandable, but I personally... Mm prefer blackpink over bts yes yes and yes blackpink uh, i think has a better sound than bts they've been rocking it this year like if you look at watch a video that's like top five most viewed videos of this year it's gonna be like uh pretty much uh three fifths are gonna be blackpink you have like ice cream how you like that uh love sick girls like they're rocking it this year yeah I mean, I think if they would have dropped their album a little bit sooner, I believe they actually could have won that category. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the results are usually determined um, before, like like a long time before. 
but still, I mean, I understand why BTS won, but I would have preferred if Blackpink would have won. Right. And next one, best new artist went to Doja Cat, which mm. she comp- totally deserved. Doja Cat yes. is amazing. She's uh, flawless in every music video. She she kills every collab, and her rapping and singing are amazing. Like her live vocals are almost indistinguishable to her uh, studio uh, recordings. She's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to yeah. see more of her. Yeah, I love her sense of style, you know, as well in mm-hmm. in music videos and everything, and just in general. I mean, she's she's amazing. Uh, and another I would have rooted for it would probably be Benny. I like. Mm. I, I mean, uh, she's also quite indie still. Mm. So yeah, I mean, she's she she. she I've, I've heard like her music is quite experimental, lots of distortion and stuff. But I think she's on the rise as well. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to, you know, a lot of her songs. I mean, she dropped an album sometime last year. It was called Fire on Mars or something. Mm-hmm. I listened to a couple of songs on it. I listened to Soak, Glitter, and the Evil Spider song as well. Mm-hmm. She's she's dropped a lot of EEPs. Yeah. I think she dropped two or three last year. I don't know. Time flies by so quickly. I mm-hmm. start to feel like I have dementia. <laughs> But those, but those EPs were really good, and I mean, yeah, she could have easily won, right. but you know, yeah. Overall, I I can't wait to see more from Benny. Yeah. Also, an honorable mention would be Da Baby, but I mean, he has yeah. had a lot of sick, like his own music. He's been collaborating a lot, but he's he has had lots of like standalone projects this yeah. year. Right. So next category is one that I, I wasn't aware of biggest fans and it obviously went to bts duh mm. uh, so yeah i wonder how they measure that is it because the biggest fan base or the biggest dedicated fans hmm. i i would honestly have to say it's because the bts fan base is pretty much the fan base that's talked about the most Mm-hmm. Like they're discussed a lot within, you know, media, media, and all of that. I mean, the first thing when you think of K-pop fans is you think of BTS. You know, mm-hmm. you don't think of Blackpink or anything like that. No. So I mean, I think that's why they won this category. Yeah, BTS pretty much represents uh, K the K K-pop at this point. Exactly, they're like K-pop mafia. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, next category is best Latin singer or artist, and it went to Carol G. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what to say, really? I mean, I believe she won pretty much simply because of, you know, the collaboration between Nicki Minaj and everything, but I think Maluma should have won, actually, especially considering he dropped a song called Hawaii. I think that song mm-hmm. is pretty much amazing. J Balvin and Bad Bunny 2, I believe, collabed with Dua Lipa and they did a song called Undia or One Day. Mm-hmm. That song also killed. But these are just, you know, like, these are just singles, right. you know? And Bad Bunny also released a song that was featuring the new Spongebob Squarepants movie, which I got really attached to, uh, called Aqua. Agua. Mm. Uh, and so, so it was kind of. It was pretty much a remix of the in- of the SpongeBob SquarePants intro, but I mean it was a good song. It was very catchy. Yeah. 
okay, so moving on to best hip hop of the year. Mm. And that obviously went to Cardi B for pretty much WAP, probably. But I honestly mm. believe Megan Thee Stallion is a better rapper. I think she has a better. Yeah. She's better. She's a better rapper. She's most. She, yeah. She's got more personality, kind of. Megan Thee Stallion, I agree with your statement. She's a better female rapper, at least than Cardi B. And I'm not saying that because you know. You know the persons. I believe that Megan Thee Stallion has a better voice mm-hmm. than Cardi B does. But at the same time, you know, I don't, I don't think Cardi B should have won. I think like someone like Travis Scott or Drake, the baby, should have won. Mm-hmm. I mean Drake. I mean I don't. Drake didn't really do too many great songs. Like Tuesday Slide was quite a hit and miss. Yeah, it, it pretty much. It, yeah, you could basically say it was a hit and miss. You heard it for like a week and then it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, he did a song on Savage Mode Two, I believe, though, and that song starred a lot of drama because he mentioned that he dated SZA, hmm. um, and everything, and it and it turned out like like kind of a big drama basically between fans and everything. And I I kind of I kind of thought that was kind of funny right. though. And uh, uh, Drake is actually actually number three on the Billboard Hot 100 now. We laugh now, cry later, featuring Lil Dirt, which isn't great yeah. to be honest. I've heard it then. Meh. Really? I mean, I've heard it. I mean, I like it. It's a nice. It's fine. A nice song. Alright, so next. Categ- I guess you can say that. Mm-hmm. And next category is best electronic. And I'm I'm starting to get tired of lots of. DJs mainly because they haven't changed their style for the last like five, five to ten years, and especially people like Kigo. I'm quite tired of Kigo. So and Kigo has kind of resorted to remixing old like seventies and eighties uh, songs. Like he he uh, made a remix of Whitney with Whitney Houston, Tina Turner, and now Donna Summer. Uh, they aren't really great. To be honest, they're better as original. They're better. They're the originals are better. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard a lot from Kigo honestly lately. I mean, he dropped something like a couple of months ago, I believe, that I heard hot stuff. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I, I I agree with your statement. I'm kind of. I don't really like his sound anymore. He's he just doesn't seem. No, it's it's to be fitting into Carol the starts stage. to sound more like intro and outro or like no copyright music. Exactly. And I uh, think he's I think he's actually reached his peak, honestly. Right. He's just a milking it at this point. And yeah. we just forgot we forgot completely forgot to address who actually won. It was David Guetta. Which mm. I I'm not sure I agree with because Wait, what kind of song? What songs did he release this year? I know he did an, yet another Sia collab because that's like almost an annual thing at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, I really don't know. Um, I know he actually, I know he actually dropped a song yesterday. Huh. Uh, he dropped. Uh, it's called "Save My Life," and it features Love Speak. Uh, I haven't heard it yet. But um, I know he dropped it. I've been meaning to listen to it since yesterday, but I haven't actually, you know, Let's see if done it. So, and 
another other nominees were like Marshmallow. You know, I'm I I started to lose faith in Marshmallow when they did a country collab. But I mean, uh, both the Halsey collab, Be Kind, and the Demi Lovato, It's Okay Not to Be Okay, are both really like nice songs. They're not great. They're not like the biggest, but they're still quite nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Calvin Harris and Marty Garrix are becoming quite forgettable as well. As lo- and the Shade Smokers, they they've mm. already peaked long ago. Yeah, I have to say this about Calvin Harris though. I mean, yeah, he's pretty much hit his peak, but I mean, I still think within the electronic industry, he makes the best music. I mean, he dropped a song with The Weeknd, um, called "Over Now," uh, some time ago. And I think that song actually was really good, but it didn't do so well on like the Hot 100s compared to some of his old work. No. But yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I I feel like EDM is starting to become more of a milked and dragged out genre. We need something new in order for yeah, exactly. me to stay interested because I'm losing interest in EDM ever since like Avicii. Mm died it's kind of been going downhill to be honest mm. i feel yeah i kind of agree with that i feel like it's starting to become a grayed out genre because like it's i feel like there's less and less electronic music in the in the spotlight of music lately at least mm-hmm. all right so uh, moving on to the best virtual live because that's become a new hot topic since <laughs> due to the pandemic and no actual live concerts and by the way uh dua lipa is uh, uh ho- hosting a virtual concert in collect stu- in like studio 50 uh, 2054 in yes. i believe on like november uh, t- uh november 27th the same day as plastic heart release hearts releases so that'll be interesting yes. It's a pay. Yes. It's kind of like a pay per view, I I would guess, but it's not on a distance. It hasn't uh, uh, happened yet. But yeah, I I mean I've checked the prices for it, and I believe it was it was like somewhere around eleven or twelve euros. So I mean I actually might buy a ticket and actually watch it because it it honestly se- seems worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, must have sucked for Dwali, but. Uh, to like not be able to tour this year with future nostalgia yeah but it was still a great uh, quarantine uh, yeah uh, it was great uh, to, uh, to keep one uh, occupied during quarantine yeah she dropped she dropped it earlier than uh, she was supposed to I believe because it was Which, leaked. I mean it was yeah it was it was leaked and I believe it also was because she wanted people to have like a quarantine you know Really mm-hmm. nice quarantine track list, which I appreciate honestly. Right. Uh, so the winners of this ca- the winner of this category was BTS with the Bang Bang Con the live Bang Bang Con the live, which I I haven't seen, but I mean it's BTS, so it's probably quite nice, slick choreographed, lots of dancing. I would presume. Mm. And other. Uh, Nominees were like Post Malone Nirvana tribute, which I had not heard of, but it sounds quite interesting. And you have like a Little mm. Mix and Katy Perry at Katy Perry at Tomorrowland. Huh. So, 
that was all the winners of the EMAs. Uh, overall, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I agreed with all of the wi- winners, but I mean, it was alright. Yeah. But uh, EMAs had some amazing performances though. Yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jones and I have uh, select, s- selected our top three. Uh, or at least I haven't. I I ha- I don't have mine, uh, my picks in a, a, a particular order. Uh, just they're all amazing. And uh, one thing I've noticed with this uh, no audience uh, award show performances is that they're way better like shot and better choreographed and they're they're just better. So I mean. That's one positive thing with award shows during quarantine. Mm. So uh, first off, uh, I've chosen uh, Take Mac Race, You Broke My First Performance. It was really nice. Uh, nicely choreographed. Uh, she didn't do too much dancing herself in this performance. Uh, but I mean, it was still her vocals were still really nice. And another... Uh, and then next up is Sarah, Lars- Sarah Larson with uh, Wow, which just uh, recently uh, she recently just uh, released a remix version uh, that features Sabrina Carpenter, which is honestly better than the original actual version. But uh, this performance was awesome. Uh, dancing and choreography was uh, spot on, and she really got to shine in this uh, performance. Show and. Last up is uh, Doja Cat's Say So, and I love this. Uh, so, she made like a rock version of Say So, and it started off like her coming out of a TV, like the ring, and just her in like rags, and you have like live uh, guitar uh, guitarists, and it was amazing, and her vocals were awesome. So, I, out of those three, I would probably pick Maybe Doja Cat has the best performance. So, Joe, Joe, uh, which ones have you chosen? Right. So, uh, just like you, um, I've picked out three uh, free videos that I really liked from the EMAs, and uh, in no particular order, I liked them all just about equally. I mean, they are amazing, but. I'll mm-hmm. start off with uh, Little Mix's Sweet Melody. Um, right. I love the like little intro they have where it's like the camera just kind of pans into this like pyramid thing or whatever it is. Uh, and it goes on to them dancing and everything. Mm-hmm. And there are like a lot of nice visual effects and everything. Right. Like Egyptian looking symbols and everything. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, Jessie was absent from this uh, performance because she, she wasn't feeling too well. Mm. Did you notice that? Yes. They were... <laughs> <laughs> right, so what, uh, what else? Um, the next one I picked out was Alicia Keys' Loves Look Better. And uh, she she actually did kill this one, I believe. She go, She comes in and it's her on a piano pretty much in the middle of an open street and she's wearing this like absurd mask mm-hmm. and i mean 
the fact that it's also matching her dress and everything, I, I love it. I mean, like, it feels like she's really sending a message here. Right. And, you know, the vocals as well. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And then the piano, like, the piano goes down the street as well. <laughs> uh, and it reminds me of um, this song, uh, Making My Way Downtown. Uh, a Thousand Miles. Yeah, exactly. By a Thousand ben Miles. Vanessa Carlton, I believe. Yeah, it was been it's been a long time since I heard that song. So yeah, <laughs> and the third and final pick I have is David Guetta uh, with "Let's Love" featuring Ray. The song is originally uh, by David Guetta and Sia, yes, but in this specific version, um, Ray is the one that's singing. It has this uh, it has these beaming uh, like effects and everything and. The the kind of dress and everything that Ray was wearing, I like it. And it and also like it gives a little light to David Guetta, where uh, you know you can see him on the DJ table and everything. I find like in a lot of music videos, at least uh, when it comes to DJs and everything, they don't really get enough spotlight. Nah. I would say if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And then it also has this hologram. Uh, that displays like let's love and then you know a girl dancing and everything oh, nice. i i really like that <laughs> yeah right so moving on from one award show to the other uh, uh to another it's the amas uh which is uh being aired on november 23rd so i thought that we should uh look at the nominees and maybe make our mm -hmm. own like yeah. uh, pick our own picks so first category is Artist of the Year, and mm -hmm. uh, the, the nominees are Justin Bieber, Post Malone, Roddy Rich, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. Mm. I think we both agree that The Weeknd should win. Yeah, The Weeknd's had a really, really great year this year. But, I mean, I feel like Taylor Swift will still win, considering, you know... Folklore. Yeah, exactly. Folklore dropped out of nowhere, and it was killer. It was, it was really killer. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's really going back to, like, you know, the 1989 days and everything. Yeah, I mean, the songwriting was amazing. Mm. And I must say, what has Post Malone released this year? Because I know he, he, he did a whole lot of great songs last year, but I can't think of, like... Postmodern songs of tw from 2020. Yeah, me neither. Huh. I mean, he's he's been on the he's been on like the Billboard charts for a while now, but I think recently he actually dropped. Yeah, I saw the that chart for the first way. time in a yeah, very long time. For, in a, in a really long time, um, that honestly surprised me a lot. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I feel like just Justin Bieber has potential to unfortunately win this as well because he had like intentions and holy, and the yeah. uh, the song we all wanna for, want to forget, uh, Jami. Yes. Uh. Uh. Yeah. All right. So next category, new artist of the year. We have like mm -hmm. my my the person I hate the artist I hate the most, Louis Capaldi. Ew. Uh, <laughs> Doja Cat, The Baby, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, and Megan Thee Stallion. So pretty much almost all rappers, apart from Louis Capaldi. Capaldi. Yeah. I 
I, w I want to give I'd like to give this uh, a work Dolga Cat just like yeah. Uh, EMAs. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I would give this award to Doja Cat. I hope she wins. I mean, no respect to, I mean, I mean, no disrespect to Roddy Rich, Little Baby, or the Baby, or anything, or Megan Thee Stallion for that matter. They all make great music, but I believe Doja Cat has been the one that's been killing it a lot lately. I feel like Megan Thee Stallion has potential to win just because of what, and like yeah. she had like, that Savage song and. Don't stop. She's had a lot of good songs, though. Yeah. It might turn out that way. She might win, honestly. Mm -hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Mm -hmm. Patience makes perfect. Yeah. All right, so next collaboration of the year, we have... We don't even have uh, the winner from the EMAs. Tusa is not mm -hmm. nom nominated. We have uh, WAP, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Rockstar, The Baby, Roddy Rich, Dan Plus Shea with mm -hmm. Justin Bieber, 10,000 Hours. Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. Ariana Grande, Rain On Me, and then Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce Savage Remix. S mm. I would probably... So, yeah, okay, so I, I would I would actually say I'm glad that you, the AMAs are shining, uh, shedding some light to uh, the Savage Remix, because Beyonce really killed on that track, I believe. It's kind of like a, it, it's kind of like a perfect combo, honestly. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who I'd like to see win, I would honestly have to say that for me, it's between Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's reign on me and honestly, Rockstar. Those are the two ones that I hope would win because, I mean, as much as I love Beyonce and Mega Thee Stallion, I mean, compared to those two, I think musically wise, at least, I prefer those. So mm -hmm. I would like to see one of those win. I feel like uh, WAP has a great potential to win as well. Mm, yeah. But I would probably have to go to agree with you, uh, either Rockstar or Rain On Me. Those are yeah. the ones I've listened to the most out of these nominations. Exactly. Right. I mean, like, I feel like WAP did, a, it, it did, like, amazing uh, charts-wise. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't really like the song, honestly. Me neither. Yeah. Alright, so next category, favorite social artists. We have BTS, Billie Eilish, EXO, Ariane Grande, and NCT127. So three of these are K-pop uh, uh, groups. Mm. I would have to go with Billie Eilish or BTS on this one. Or maybe, I mean, or maybe Ari as well. Mm. I mean, I don't know yeah, what, I mean, I don't know what they mean by social artists. Yeah, that's that's what I'm also having troubles uh, thinking about. I I would just assume that by social artist they mean the one with like the most determined fans. Or like, and yeah. I honestly would and I honestly would say that would have to go to BTS, Billie Eilish, mm -hmm. and Ariana Grande. Yeah, I mean, if you consider Ari's new uh, album positions, she has great. Yeah. I think she has a lot of potential to win, but Billie yeah. might pull through with her new single since uh, you can still vote um f for on the for the amas yeah but i i would honestly have to say i would root for Ariana grande on this one yeah i think so too mm. and then favorite music video we have a doja cat say so future featured great featuring drake life is good rain on me mm -hmm. again taylor swift's cardigan and weekends blinding lights mm -hmm. so we'll probably have to go to blinding lights to be honest 
Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm actually gonna go out on a limp here and say I would be glad if any one of these won because I like I like all of the these five music videos. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I really and I think that's the first time I've actually done that in a category like all the nominations. Mm-hmm. Let them all win. Uh, yes, but I really like Cardigan. It's quite a nice music video. It's simple mm. but still pretty. Uh, I like the aesthetics of like the whole forest and the piano. Yeah, but I mean the uh, blinding lights is just amazing with like the colors and the lights. Exactly. Next category. It's, it, it's mm. very it's very well choreographed. Yeah. But yes. Uh, next one is uh, favorite male artist pop slash rock. Justin mm. Bieber, Post Malone, or Weekend, Weekend yeah. all the way. I I kind of don't I kind of feel like there shouldn't even be a discussion about this, but no. the Weekend should win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the next one, this is going to be harder, I think, for us to yes, choose. F. This is going to be a hard oh, one to decide. We have favorite female artist, uh, pop rock. Uh, Dua Lipa, Lady Gaga, or Taylor Swift. I mean, mm-hmm. I would go with Dua Lipa. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you probably lean t- more toward Lady Gaga. Yeah, I kind of feel that way, but at the same time, you know... Taylor Swift, really, I mean, with Folklore, I kind of feel like she will win this. But honestly, I mean, this is, I kind of feel like this for, with this category as well, just like I did in Favorite Music Video. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be happy if any of this one, actually. Yeah. I mean, I have I have no bias towards any of these three. I, I pretty much like no. them all equally. And I've noticed that uh, Taylor Swift song, The Man, from her last album, uh, who was it called again? It was uh, Lover. Lover. Yeah, that yeah. song, that mu- the music video has been very popular. The man, and it's yeah. gone. It's kept. Uh, it's remained quite popular in this year. Mm. So I yeah. feel like you might boost her chances of winning as well. But I'm rooting for mm. Dua Lipa to be honest. Right. Yeah. So next one, favorite duo group, pop rock. We have BTS, Jonas Brothers, Maroon Five. I think we both agree, BTS on this one. Yeah, I would pick BTS because mm-hmm. I mean I haven't heard, I haven't heard a lot from Maroon Five or Jonas Brothers. I mean recently at least. No. Well, I mean they they have dropped some stuff, but I mean in terms of success, BTS has definitely been killing it more than mm-hmm. both of those two have. Yeah. And then we have favorite album, pop rock. We have Harry Styles, Fine Line, folk, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's Folklore, Weekend's After Hours. I know you're going to go with After Hours, I think. You'd actually be surprised. Um, I would say, I mean, Fine Line, it was good. But, I mean, in terms of, like, long longevity, um, it was kind of mediocre, honestly. I mean, like, it, it didn't really age that well, I think. But I think mm-hmm. Folklore, I mean in terms of you know how it performs musically in every song i i believe it has potential to last longer than fine line ever did and after hours as well i mean it's an amazing mm-hmm. piece of work so yeah. i would have to honestly say yeah i would say after hours because the weekend hasn't won that many awards no. in his time and he has a lot of great songs Taylor Swift, I mean, she is amazing. Don't get me wrong at all. But I feel like The Weeknd should win this, considering yeah. Taylor's track record of winning awards, you know? Yeah, I feel like Weeknd has lots of, has lots of potential in this category. We need. Yeah. All right, so next one is favorite song, pop rock. 
which uh, uh, and it's interesting because uh, a couple of these songs are actually from last year, like mm-hmm. Louis Capaldi's "Something Loud," disgusting, and we have mm-hmm. like Post Malone <laughs> "Circles," which was quite big, like like around this time, this time last year. Mm-hmm. Like fall of 2019, and we also have Dua Lipa's "Don't Start Now," Roddy Rich, "The Box," and "Blinding Lights." Mm-hmm. And I would probably have to go with "Don't Start Now." Yeah, I, I kind of feel you on that one. I mean, um... it was the first. Uh, it was uh, the first single of uh, the Future Nostalgia album, I believe. Was yes. It? Mm-hmm. No, was F- it Future, F- Nostal- I- Future Nostalgia came out first? The track title yeah. came out first, I believe. But and uh, then don't, don't start now. But dropped. don't start now was a big, blew up uh, way bigger than Future Nostalgia, the song. Yeah, yeah, and it was a bop. Yeah, I would honestly have to say, as much as I would like to see the weekend's blinding lights win, I hope Dua Lipa wins. But mm-hmm. I mean, if either of them wins, I will still be happy. But I, I'm leaning towards the Dua Lipa way a little bit more right, right now at least all right so we're gonna skip country do, 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 do. yes uh all right uh so favorite male artist rap hip-hop we have the baby juice world or body rich um mm. i would probably have to go with the baby mainly because yeah. uh rockstar and his collab with dua Lipa on levitating it was amazing yeah i would i would say the baby as well Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but, I would, I, I would definitely consider Juice World as well, since you know he he dropped one of his, uh, uh, no, his team dropped one of his last albums at least that he was working on, before he before he passed away, sadly to a drug overdose. Those, mm-hmm. but I feel like Roddy also has lots of potential due to the box's success. And yeah. his collab with the baby. Yeah, I mean his his album. Please excuse me for being antisocial as well. It was it was it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Uh, the favorite female rap hip hop artist. We have Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, or Megan Thee Stallion. It's pretty obviously to, obvious to me. It's, it's gonna be Megan Thee Stallion for me yeah, personally. I've... I think I I also agree on that. I think Megan Thee Stallion will win. I would like to see Nicki Minaj win though. I mean, I loved her album Queen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. So uh, favorite hip hop rap album? I've I haven't heard any of these. So you'll have to be the expert here. Yeah, I would say for me it's between Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal to Take, and Roddy Rich's. You know, please excuse me, but. Honestly, I would say for me personally, I think Eternal Take will win this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it had the best sounds and everything in terms of, you know, the rap game. So I, I would right. say a little loosey on this one. And then the favorite rap hip-hop song, we have WAP, Rockstar, or The Box. I would... I, I mean, it, it depends if it's, it's about the song quality or it's a short performance. If it's uh, uh, based off of sharp performance, then it's gonna be uh, WAP. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like Rockstar has a, lots of has a huge chance of winning. Yeah. But I, I, I me, me personally, I'm rooting for Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Next up, next category is favorite uh, male soul R&B artist. We have Chris Brown, John Legend, or Weekend. I didn't know John Legend was still do, uh, doing like 
big in making hit songs. Yeah. I would have to say, I mean, The weekend on this one. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Weekend yeah. is unanimous. Favorite female solo R&B? There's only one of these three nominees that I, I'm actually familiar with, and it's Doja Cat. The other ones are, is it Jean Aiko? Aiko and Summer Walker, and I'll have to go with uh, Doja Cat, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Doja Cat on that one as well. So, next up, the favorite solo R&B album. Uh, we mm-hmm. have Doja Cat's Hot Pink, Summer Walker's Over It, or The Weeknd After Hours. Hmm. I, yeah, I'm... I'm going to say After Hours on this one again. I got to remember, because uh, what songs yeah. are on the Hot Pink album? Is it, uh, we have, you, like, say, it's Say So. There aren't mm-hmm. a whole lot of other, oh, yeah. No, there aren't I a mean, whole lot of other songs I rec- recognize. Uh, there's a song with Gucci Mane on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Like That or something, I believe. Oh, oh are... that one. That's good. That That's a great song. I like that song. Yeah, and then there's a couple of ones that I've heard too. Uh, Tiger is on that album, I believe, uh, with a song. It's, it's called Juicy or something, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's another strong. There's Addiction. There are Streets and all that stuff. So I mean, for me, I mean, I liked Hot Pink, but I would pick. Uh, the will be obvious. On this yeah, one. yeah, probably after hours and next. But uh, but I would not I would not complain if Doja Cat won. No, me neither. Uh, say mm. so was a huge hit. Yeah. So favorite song soul R and B. We got Chris Brown. We got we got no guidance. We got Summer Walkers playing games, and then we got The Weeknd's Heartless. It's Heartless. Uh, on this one, I, for me, it's hard to choose between no guidance and heartless because they are both good songs although i believe no guidance came out last year yeah i feel like that that should have belong should belong to last year's song yeah exactly i don't so, understand why uh, i mean i feel like some award shows should like have like a rule that they can only pick songs from the same year exactly to make but it more I, fair yeah but i would go for the weekend on this one mm-hmm, same Alright, so next up we have a favorite artist, a favorite EDM artist with Hugo, Lady Gaga, Marshmallow. Yes. I mean, I'd probably go with Lady Gaga, but Marshmallow isn't as bad as he was. He had a bad period, but mm. I feel like he's doing all okay music again. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Lady Gaga. Um, I don't think uh, Kaigo should be on here. I mean, no, I not mean, at yes, all. he does do EDM music, but I don't like uh, his style anymore. I mean, Lady Gaga, she's like dominated in the pop, uh, pop music, and you know, mm-hmm. her EDM sounds, I love it so much. I mean, definitely, she deserves to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the next episode, we'll be t- take a look at the results of AMAs and see how many we have we got right, and yes. also review the performances and there are lots of great performances Billie Eilish is doing her debut performance of Therefore I Am BTS is showing up Bad Bunny, Dua Lipa probably with mm-hmm. Fever, J- J-Lo uh, Katy Perry, Lil Baby Megan Thee Stallion, Shawn Mendes it's a great mm-hmm. lineup can't wait to see those performances yes alright so uh, moving on to other news we've already talked about Plastic Hearts that is yes. dropping November 27th will feature Dua Lipa collab among other songs. So that's exciting. Lil Nas X 
tweeted that he, he heard. Uh, he, he has heard uh, the Dua Lipa collab and he thinks it's awesome. Mm. She also recently announced a tracklist on her uh, on her Twitter, I believe she did, or if it was on Instagram. Nonetheless, she's there are like ten, there are like more than ten songs on that album at least, which mm-hmm. is nice. And um, Childish Gambino has teased a new project, and I quote his tweet: "Last music project was probably my best, but the one coming will be my biggest by far." Listen to the new ancient strings outside so mm. that makes me quite excited the biggest so that seems like it's gonna be like quite unprecedented to his other projects yeah i mean his last work 31520 was it was uh, yeah it was really good so what i do- liked it what do you think he means by n- listen to new ancient strings outside? Do you think it'll be the title of the project or do you think it'll feature a lot of strings? I think new ancient strings is the title of the album. But yeah, I mean, um, I, if I recall correctly, he's said a couple of times that uh, that he's not going to be making any more music. And I believe he said that about 3.15.20 that that's going to be his last piece of music. So this is so interesting. Yeah, exactly. So this is this for me became very unexpected. I did not expect any more music from Childish Gambino after Free Fifteen Twenty. I wonder if this will be his big uh, like last hurrah. Yeah, but I mean, he's made really good. He's made really good records in the past. I mean, he made Awaken My Love, which had mm-hmm. uh, you know Redbone on it, oh. which really really did well uh he had because the internet and you know like i mentioned free fifteen twenty, which is it was kind of like the thing that childish gambino fans needed you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, and uh, i think don glover is probably gonna quit the music career to focus on his acting probably yeah uh and moving on to other news, uh, Baby Shark is now officially the most viewed video on YouTube, and it's mm-hmm. therefore and therefore dethrones Despacito. So mm. thanks, Internet, for <laughs> Baby Shark. Well, it's not particularly better though. <laughs> Ma. Yeah. And right. So, in also other news. The weekend is gonna perform at the Super Bowl halftime show next year. Oh, that is going yes. to be exciting. That's exciting. gonna be amazing. I wonder if they'll have audience, an actual audience at the show, at at, at the game. I, it's quite. I think, I think it depends on how the pandemic's gonna go. Uh, As of right now, it is pretty much uh, none to zero. That there will be, yeah. uh, there will be attendance. Yeah, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. So, also, Harry Styles has become the first male cover, uh, male cover of the Vogue magazine, uh, by himself. So he's the only solo artist or solo male that has covered Vogue. Huh. Which is kind of amazing, since you know Vogue has been around since the '80s. I was not aware that he was the first male. So there have only been women and band slash groups before. No, no, no. I mean, he's been there. There have been males, but there haven't been a solo male that has made the cover. There has always been like 
two or more, you know. So that's interesting. Good for yes. Good on you, Harry. Yeah, Sean Mendes also very recently uh, released a tracklist for his album Wonder, and it includes a couple of songs on it. Uh, he has some features and everything, but um, have you heard? Uh, have you heard his uh, lead single, uh, the like Wonder, the title track? Mm-hmm. And it is amazing. It's like a, a cinematic. It has a very cinematic vibe to it. And like the yeah. end part is, it is so bombastic, and it, I mean, it's huge. And you know, the whole choir and the music video is, it's a masterpiece. And mm. I can't wait because I really like uh, her, uh, Shawn Mendes. He's one of my favorite contemporary male artists. Yeah. Right. So Lil Nas X also confirmed on one of his Instagram lives that. Uh, his next upcoming song from his album that's going to be dropped as a single will be called will be called be by your name uh which uh, if you've been like staying in touch with his instagram he's been dropping a couple of snippets and everything and that was one of them and i've heard it personally i think it's really good uh and i'm glad that you know that's the that's the second one dropping from this album which is kind of nice do you think uh, the album will be out before the end of the year? Um, I would hope so. I mean, considering that there's a holiday song on it, I would think that that's going to be the case. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I wonder how uh, I wonder what uh, how, how big uh, this album is going to be like over 10 songs or I I mean, I think it's going to be pretty big, honestly. Mm-hmm. Since it's it's been quite hyped up, yeah, it, it's it's been a while. It's been a minute. Right. Uh, next yeah. up, YouTube Rewind has officially been cancelled due to COVID nineteen, and yes. I mean that I mean that I feel like it's understandable. What else? Like what would what on earth would they even do in the rewind? And I mean there hasn't been a whole lot of youtube phenomenon this year yeah i feel i feel like they're they're just using the pandemic as an excuse to not do this year because they're tired of getting hate every day every time last year was another one last year was so underwhelming and uh, yeah uh, uh, both uh in the 2019 and the 2018 rewinds have had more dislikes than likes and the 2018 mm. was the most disliked video of on the platform so i feel like they're using the covid as an excuse exactly i but i mean thank you for not uh, uh ruining 2020 even more yeah okay next up uh yeah pluto x baby pluto uh little uzi's album with future actually dropped yesterday so if you guys haven't heard it yet, uh, I would say go listen to it. Um, that's kind of bad advice coming from me, though, because I haven't gone to listen to it yet. However, I'm going to listen to it probably sometime today, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of exciting, honestly. Uh, I mean, Lil Uzi did Eternal It Takes so well that I think this album is going to be pretty nice as well. Right. And speaking, yes. we've talked about virtual concerts and Lil Nas X. 
So mm. and so Roblox has put two and two together, and they're hosting a virtual Lil Nas X concert on their platform, yes. and mm. we might attend it. Yes. I wonder how if it it'll, it'll be like the Marshmallow concert uh, with for on Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, I believe Roblox is doing this to, you know, build up the hype because, you know, virtual concerts in games, I think, really took off after Fortnite mm-hmm. devoured, like, devoured their game with, you know, Travis Scott being in Fortnite. Right. That was that was probably really this the sickest moment ever. It, it was pretty cool, honestly. And it's perfectly, like, uh, it, it's also a perfect way of having promoting Lil Nas X's new music uh, mm. and like going on tour despite the pandemic so it'll yeah. be interesting if it'll be like animated or how it'll work yeah and how many people will be able to attend it but I don't think it'll be mm. uh, uh, there will be admission prices like you have to pay yeah I think it's I think it's free mm-hmm and next up, we have another announced uh, album. It's Megan Thee Stallion's debut album, Good News, releasing on November 20th. And that'll be mm. exciting because she's, she's been taking off this year quite a lot. Uh, like, she's, I mean, she's uh, uh, like really make, killing it in the rap, uh, rap industry. Like, mm. this year has been a huge year for female rappers. As a whole, yeah, you have like yeah. Saweetie and Doja Cat, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion. I remember a time when like Nicki Minaj was like the only one. Yeah, um, and in other news, also uh, BTS uh, a couple of days ago, I believe, dropped the track list for their upcoming album B. Um, and funnily, funnily enough, it's actually dropping on the same day as Good News. So it's mm-hmm. going to be an interesting day for music that day, honestly. It'll so be a competition. Friday next, yeah, Friday next week, it's going to be pretty exciting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right, guys, so that's it for today's uh, this week's installment of uh, the Music Journal. Join us next time when we'll be discussing the results of AMAs and a whole... And we'll be talking about a whole lot of new albums and singles. Yes. So see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Yes. Have a good one.